0: hey you guys what's good welcome back to my podcast my name is fatima if you guys are new and i figured since i did some self-care and um i have some time for myself right now that i would record a podcast something that um would be impactful i haven't had a lot of time these days um with work and just trying to basically catch up with life And I like it. Like I like the fact that I'm on a roll. I haven't been like this in quite a long time, so uh, the stagnancy has definitely lifted in a sense. And it helps me because when I do sit down, like right now, everything just hits me and it clicks. It's kind of like a puzzle piece that I've been working on for so long. And when I have these moments to myself where I think about things of all sorts, I want to share it. You know, it's really important for me that I'm able to uh, go through my experiences and share them with other people, friends, family, strangers on the internet, uh, whoever needs it. Because I'm a huge believer that you meet people at the certain moments in your life and people come across you and they meet you at certain points in their life for a reason it's uh it's definitely like karmic destiny in a way so right now I wrote down some things that I would like to talk to you guys about and they're very sporadic so I'm going to talk to you guys about 10 things that have helped me get to this point in my life that I feel would be beneficial for anyone who's listening. This can range from someone who's like 5 years old uh, all the way to an elder age. And why I say 5 years old is because that's when your brain is starting to adapt to its environment and it's learning much more. You know, it's definitely younger than that, but it's, it's able to comfortably process and learn from other individuals and use common sense. And that can help them in the real life. So I do have younger followers too. I have family friends who, you know, have children that I've um, either taken care of or I'm close to. And I want to be able to speak to them as well. So it's a lot of people. Um... So the first thing out of 10 things that have helped me in my lifetime would be that those late nights that you stay up are definitely worth it. I've had many late nights. I'm an insomniac, so the nighttime is my time. I have a lot that goes on in my mind at night and... You know, maybe some other person has gone through this too, but I feel more comfortable thinking at night only because like during the day, I just don't have time to, I just don't have time to break down. Like I'd rather break everything down or mentally break down like when I'm about to go to bed and cry and release and write it out than do all that when I have people to see, I have things to do, I have to... Go throughout my day, and something that has been brought to my attention is to not just leave it to the nighttime, but your best self is in the nighttime, your best decisions are in the nighttime, your routine is in the nighttime. So, something that I've been doing lately that I uh, feel has really improved. My mental health is routine, so I'll lay out like my clothes um I'll make my lunch I will uh set up like my makeup and my you know I'll do my hair before I go to bed i'll take it I'll take a shower and then I'll take a shower in the morning if I have time and then um I'll have everything packed away that way you know I can get to my destination. On time and I'm not in a rush I'm not feeling I'm not feeling uh this sense of urgency and anxiousness because other people are looking at me and making me feel even though it's all in my head making me feel like that I'm a mess so that that has definitely helped me And I'm not a morning person, okay? Like, I'd rather stay in bed and be with my dog (laughs) and just enjoy that time than be up early in the morning doing what I need to do. But as I get older, I feel more productive doing things in the morning. But just to put the pressure off me a little bit, that's been uh really really useful so that's something I would definitely recommend and you know what it is a lot of the times when you're staying up at night we're on our phones we're doing last minute check-ins on social media or we're going through our phone and cleaning it out we are saying good night to our loved ones it's it's another reminder that you have another morning and a new day. Like no day is exactly the same. I think I've said this before. I'm kind of having like a deja vu moment. But it's, it's a restart button. And I've always loved that about sleep too. Is Because not only is your body going through a physical healing and growth. But the next day, it's up to you how you use it. And it's okay if you have a bad day and it just runs over into the next and you feel like nothing's changing. Because I've definitely had that. Um, you know, I, I suffer with uh, anxiety and I also have depressive episodes that come about here and there. But it it's nice to be able to remind yourself of a new day. Doesn't necessarily mean that you will feel that way, but it's something that I like to look into. So the second thing um, that has helped me is to be brutally honest with everyone, even if your shake. Something that I've learned from my father is that You cannot be afraid of anybody because everyone is afraid of themselves, including yourself. And, you know, I think that when I was younger, I was much more confident. I was much more, uh, I put my foot down more. And I was never afraid of anything. I was never afraid of anyone. And I think it's the security whether it's like your parents or your guardians, whoever is on you. And just, you know, your imagination runs wild. But I always had this ease when it came to being honest. And a lot of people hated that because I was surrounded by a lot of people who would just lie their way through everything. And it didn't make any sense to me because... I just grew up with a moral compass of speak your mind because if you don't say what's on your mind at this moment, uh, it's going to catch up to you and it's going to create more drama. It's going to create difficulty on your end because other people won't trust you. And you'll lose people. So I was always speaking my mind because I was afraid to lose people. But as I grew up, it it never was the case because I felt like I lost more people being honest than just lying my way through it or keeping my mouth shut. People don't want to hear what you want to say. But if you want to be helped and you want to know that you went through this life not holding anything back, I would say that even if your handshake, even if you are intimidated by somebody, by their their glory, their money, their their looks, that person, when they close the door at the end of the day and you don't see them, you don't know what insecurities that they face. Because Human beings hide a lot. We hide a lot. And, you know, when people bring up flaws of theirs or traumas that they faced or difficulties that they've surpassed or that they haven't been able to, it's shocking. Because you're like, wow, I did not know that about you. And it, it creates realness. It brings a closer connection to that individual. So it's just it's just better to be more at ease with your mind and keep it real. Keep it real with other people. If you're mad, you're mad. If you're sad, you're sad. If you're happy, you're happy. If you're going through it, you're going through it. But at the end of the day, if you do be honest and it does hurt someone's feelings, you are not responsible for how that person feels. That person is responsible for how they feel. Of course, you want to be thinking of what you're saying before you say it and how you say it because there's, there's honesty and then there's how you say it. And you don't want to be like, oh, okay, well... You don't want to confuse honesty with criticism because criticism is coming from a place of, uh, it's coming from a place of like self infliction. So, whatever that you don't like about someone else from your own perspective, you're going to use that on attack mode on someone else, and then you're just going to pass it with, oh, I'm just giving you criticism. And it it doesn't help anybody. So honesty is the complete opposite of what that is. Honesty is telling somebody what they need to hear. It's not something that you feel that they need to hear. It's what you feel that they need to hear. And it's not about you. It's just what you see in that other person. You're like, okay, well... For example, if someone's in a in a really bad relationship and you see them struggling, you say, "Your honesty would be, hey, I notice that you're you're not taking care of yourself. This person is being amu- abusive to you mentally, emotionally, physically, and I'm worried about you. And I just want you to be aware that you know you don't deserve this. That's honesty, and it's also you being aware of." Of uh your surrounding and you being there for your friend or lover or whoever, and then telling them what they need to hear for their safety for their uh for their mind's sake, so there's that, but I don't know, I've just always felt like being brutally honest took me far farther in life. And you're not always going to get to the chance of being honest because a lot of people don't want to hear it. That's just the truth. Nobody wants to hear it. Because everyone's already suffering as it is. And they're making decisions based on their own truth. So even if you are honest, be honest because you're trying to protect someone. Be honest because you are... Trying to tell someone how much you care for them. Be honest because you want to let your truth out. Be honest because you want to live your life in a way that's free. Be honest because you want to be a better person. Be honest because you want to get whatever is suppressing out. That's honesty. That's what's beautiful about honesty and i think honesty and vulnerability go hand in hand truthfully so i i had an experience um recently actually where uh i had a client and i already know that she's going through it and you know it just there is a moment of conflicted uh conflicted situations like arising and my i noticed like my hands were shaking and i didn't know why it was shaking because i don't like to be i don't like to be bad with people that i don't know because i don't know her like that like i only know her situation and i was thinking to myself like why is my hand shaking my shaking from anger like do i really want to tell her how i feel like i don't want to like lose my job or anything like that but then i was like this is not about me like i can't get mad at her for getting mad at me because i set a boundary so i i just said i understand i understand why you're getting mad but just know that i did this because of my safety. I did this because of my own sanity. And I don't expect her to understand my feelings, but I understand her feelings. And that's all that matters. And I was being honest. So a couple of days later, I realized my hand shaking was because I was standing up for myself. And it wasn't because I was scared. It was just because I was in a, I was in a situation where I was having to think about my own mind and what I needed and someone else's mind and what they needed. So it just felt uncomfortable. But I know that being uncomfortable creates growth. You you evolve from being uncomfortable. So I just accepted it and I wrote about it, I journaled it and I just felt more better. So if you're ever in a situation like that where you are standing up for yourself or you are being honest and it, you know, it gets a little gets a little uncomfortable, just know that it's not you fearing something. It's you doing what you needed to do. It's your body's reaction to it. Your body is trying to keep itself calm. It's like when you shake your leg or you know you tap a pen, you play with something to relieve some stress, that's what your body's doing. Okay? The third thing that has helped me is accepting that not every day of your life will be a rainbow. This is just self-explanatory. It's taken me a long time to be gentle with myself and understand that Life doesn't go by my playbook. I'll wake up one day and I'll be in the worst mood ever and I'll I'll never know why. It'll be because of a dream. It'll be because of something in my subconscious. It'll be because of how someone reacted towards me or how I reacted towards someone else. And it's scary to be in those positions because like I had mentioned before, you don't know what tomorrow will bring. But all I know is that it's okay to be sad and it's okay to sit with your feelings and not push yourself to to steer it a certain way because someone else wants you to. I can't even tell you how many times I've come across people that never understood my mental health, including my loved ones. And I don't blame them because... They've never really sat with themselves and I've never really sat with myself until like my adulthood. So it's taken quite some time. And when I think about days where I couldn't get out of bed and I didn't have the energy to shower, I didn't have the energy to even do like basic self-care, even if it's for like three or four days... I I just had to sit and accept it. I grew up in a very uh, strict environment. And when I was sad or upset or angry, I had no one to really coddle me and tell me that it's okay and that I'm allowed to feel what I'm feeling. I would slam my door and want to run away i would lock myself in my room and find something else that would distract me i would never go to someone else for help because i never knew that i never knew how to navigate my feelings in a healthy way so i was just extremely hard on myself and accepting that not every single day will be happy for me has saved me in many ways because I'm not forcing myself to be something that I'm not and I'm taking time for myself. You can do that for yourself as well. Just telling yourself that you don't need to be rushed, that your feelings are valid, that you are going through a spur of the moment with whatever it is that you're going through and that it will pass is, is uh, helpful enough. And then if you want to do some self-care here and there, go right ahead. Though, So the fourth one would be read and write as much as you can. Uh, I was recently just on Instagram and I posted about it and someone that I don't know personally said that uh, she noticed that I had like a lot of books in my room and I was cleaning my room a couple of days ago and I was like wow I actually do have a lot of books like maybe I should get rid of some and I can't I can't bear to get rid of them Um, there's journals, like I'm staring at my journals right now from four, five years ago and, uh, I'm like, should I just like burn them because it's my past, like I've healed from it, but then I'm like, "Mm, maybe I can keep it. And then if I have children in the future, or if I want to share parts of it with Omar, my fiance or just like you know anyone that wants to like read it or maybe create a book one day explaining what I'm talking to you guys about right now and showing how everything that I've manifested has become true uh it 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 doesn't make me want to burn them or throw them out it makes me want to savor them for as long as I can or even after I die one day. Um, It's something that I can leave behind. And I'm pretty open about what I go through. So there's that. And then there's also, you know, secrets that I've had to go through myself traumas that I've had to face on my own. And when you pass, like, none of that matters. Eventually, everything comes to light. So Uh, something that I highly suggest to anybody who's an avid reader or a writer is a dictionary and a thesaurus. Those two things helped me all throughout high school. I would carry a dictionary in my book bag all the time, all the time. And even in college, I would just carry a dictionary and I would read it like in my spare time because I just love words. Uh, one thing in our human body that we use the most is our brain and our mouth. And if we speak, animals speak with each other. From the depths of the sea, a whale using its, you know, using its call, call what do you call that? Like, I don't even know the name of it. The call that they do um to you know either mate or just echo their sound to the other side of the ocean miles and miles away to a giraffe <laughs> I don't even know why I thought of a giraffe but to a giraffe like in the fields of <sighs> it, there's com- communication is evident Like we, we need to communicate with each other. And we, sure, we make up a lot of these words, but it keeps your brain active. Word puzzles are words, keeps your brain active. Thinking keeps your brain active. Reading keeps your brain active. Because not only are you focusing on words, but you're trying to distinguish what is something in your mind and what you are seeing and what you are hearing and what you can say so you're using four of those senses and then you're doing an action which is you're speaking on it so it just amazes me even like Helen Keller's story where she was deaf and blind I believe the fact that she learned how to read and write and do sign language all at once like i when i was younger and i read about it i was just amazed i was like if she can do that just by reading and writing and physical movements like holy shit like anything is possible anything is possible so i love that all right next one is number five Family doesn't necessarily mean closeness. Like family can be blood, but you can be inspired by a teacher. You can be you can be so close to your friends, you can you can see a grandparent more as a parent than your own parent. Uh there's just people outside of your family your your close-knit family that could mean more to you than a parent and a sibling. And I've always grown up around, like, my family, which is my mother, my father, and my brothers, and that's all I've ever really known. And I never was really allowed to have close friendships, and what I mean by that is I wasn't allowed out all the time Uh, My parents didn't really trust anybody. So I had like one close best friend at the time. She was a Virgo. And then we just drifted off and everything that my parents told me that would happen with our friendship happened. So it just brought me closer to my family because I was like, oh, wow, they're right. But honestly, like looking back on it, I could have saved that friendship. I could have I could have uh, done more to be there for that person because that person was there for me in a lot of ways. Uh, Mentally supportive, emotionally caring. Um, She taught me what a hug is, basically. Like, I didn't even know what a hug was. And she also financially supported me in a lot of ways. So even though that friendship ended, I still uh give thanks, and I hope that she knows yeah maybe your our friendship ended, but she'll always have like a a piece in my story, and she'll always be in my heart so again, acceptance but yeah i've just I've just realized that family isn't necessarily everything I've had to cut a lot of family off in the past like three years because honestly because of money um, I have a lot of family that lives in Turkey and this is very hush hush like a lot of people in my community don't talk about it and if you're Turkish uh, please let me know if you've gone through something similar I have family members that only see me and my family as a family as a you know, a money tree. That's it. They don't know how we work to get that money. They don't know that we would have like macaroni for like a week straight when I was younger because my father was the only one providing income and my mother had no English and there there was just no way to get by. So these are people that I consider family, but they just don't understand because they haven't really done much for themselves. And I used to be very understanding of it when I was younger. And I'd be like, okay, they didn't have the opportunities that we had. And it's true. America gives you a lot of opportunity and chances to get to the highest levels if you have the time and the energy but it's no excuse because there's a lot of people all over the world that are famished that you know don't have the means but turkey is a pretty sustainable country it's it's definitely grown financially in many ways and i had to recently cut off family and let them know like hey you guys are grown I've never asked my parents for money till this day. And I've worked my ass off to get to where I am right now. So we've helped you. We've helped you a lot over the years and there's nothing to show for it. I feel like you have taken from us and taken from. uh, I, I had no savings for school. I had to take loans out and i just felt very forgotten about my siblings and i felt very forgotten about from uh, my parents because they would just put their families first and put the family that they created last and it created a lot of tension it created a lot of issues um that i i've seen and i'm, I'm a grown adult now so i know how to make my money but you know, as you can imagine, like just being a kid and not knowing where all this money's going, and you're basically uh, starving. So, and I I don't blame my parents. Like they still put food in front of me. It is. It's just. It's hard to get into. Maybe I'll create another podcast episode about it. Uh, and like I said, I'm an adult now, so those things have passed and i've forgiven my parents for it and i know that they were just trying to help family but to sum it all up family can use you and family won't see your struggles they'll they'll only see their own and maybe that's the case for us too maybe i only see my struggle and i don't see their struggle but we've we've helped them a lot and were still blamed for it uh i had a family member call me like an american slut pretty much because they just think that all i care about is money and all i care about is that i live in america and i'm showing off like no that's not the case because you don't you never took the time to get to know me the only time that you hit me up is when you want money so don't talk and that that is something that I want to let you guys know is that you don't let yourself be fooled by family. It's just a word. If they're family, it doesn't matter if they're outside of your family, if they're not blood, if someone shows you that they care about you and they understand you and they um, they don't skive around you, that is family family is forever and family is there's a hawaiian saying i think it's hakuna matata mm, i can't remember it's from lilo and stitch i, I think that it i think that's what it is i may be wrong but it's sad that family isn't always what you expect them to be but just know that you are allowed to put boundaries up and protect yourself. The sixth one is that you don't need a degree. You need experience. I've gone to school. Um, I've gone to three colleges. And I started off with an associate's. I saved money because, again, I had to pay out of my own pocket. Uh And, you know, my father helped me here and there, but I never really just, like, asked for it. Like, hey, give me money. I felt embarrassed, so I just paid for my own shit. And then I got to another college. I finished my bachelor's in psychology. And then after that, like, I was like, should I go for my master's? And I didn't want to take another loan out because I... Just don't trust the school system. It's fucked up, especially in America. It's not what you think it is. It's a it's a money scam. And you can tell right now, especially with COVID-19 restrictions and the school policies, these kids are working from home and they're staring at a screen for more than uh, 10 hours at a time in a day, depending on how many classes that they take and how they spread it out throughout the week. But... They're they're paying tuition for staying home. They're not even at the campus. They're not even using parking. And don't even get me started on. The parking tickets, because I'm already paying what like. Thankfully, I my tuition wasn't that much. It was like probably like 15 or 15 grand or something like that every semester, but i know people that pay like way more than that and they had to pay a $100 talk- parking ticket like these kids are freaking hungry they have no gas they're having mental breakdowns and then you want to put them through that stress that's great we love capitalism not <laughs> um so you need experience you need to volunteer you need to be you, you need to do like apprentice, apprenticeship. Is that how you say it? Can't even, I can't even think. My brain's like starting to shut down. Apprentice, apprentice. All right, I'm going to, I give up. Apprenticeship. Apprentice? To be an apprentice? Hold on, I got to Google this now. I'm go, I'm literally Googling it. See, and I'm not afraid to say that I don't know something. That's always good. That's honesty apprentice yeah apprentice I was right a person who's learning a trade from a skilled employer having to having agreed to work for a fixed period at low wages um so volunteers some of them pay you and some of them don't so it's that's what it is it's volunteer you're willing to do the work and learn difficult skills uh without being paid and it's on your time I really, really suggest that you guys do that type of stuff because it will pay off, especially when you place it on your resume. And they don't even look at a resume, honestly, but for your own sake, just so you have that extra resource and extra skill in your bag, it's good to have. It's good to know certain things. Um, So definitely do that. Uh, I started off. My experience um, as a crisis counselor at a hotline and then I worked my way up and now I'm an office trainer and then from there uh, my best friend was able to set me up with an interview at her job as a case manager so now you know I'm a, I'm a care coordinator just having that counseling experience especially with assessing people with suicide It's bumped me up in many ways, and I know, like, I trust myself. It builds a lot of confidence to have experience. So definitely, definitely do that. Okay, number seven um, would be to get a pet. I love animals. I love animals more than anything. I trust animals more than anything. Anytime I come across like a video on social media where people are abusing animals, I can't even walk you guys through the anger and the fury that goes through my blood. Uh and I I start to like shake. Like I have to shut the phone off and I shake because <clears throat> I don't understand. I understand that there are people who are mentally sick, and they're hurting. But to project that on an innocent animal is just... I'm literally sucking my lips because I can't. Like, I dare anybody to do that shit in front of me. I dare anybody to do it in front of me. And I was always worried because whenever I go to Turkey... Um, a lot of people don't get me wrong. A lot of people care about the animals there, but a lot of people don't. And it's just how it is around the world. And they abuse animals. And I was like, I was telling my sister in law, uh, my brother's wife, the Libra, I was like, if I ever see that type of shit, I was like, don't even try to hold me down. And she, she started laughing because she knows how I get like I black out like I literally I don't see anything in front of me. I will fight. So getting a pet is the it's the most soothing thing that you can ever do for yourself. (sighs) My mom is really uh, like a clean freak and she never wanted animals in the house. But we did have a cat and she was she was so sweet. Her name is Sunshine. She passed away in 2018. Um, Rest in peace. But just having her around like having. Having something that feels the same way you do but doesn't look the way that you do is so important because they bring a different type of balance into your life they bring comfort they're soothing they understand you more than humans do they take the time to be there for you they're affectionate um, if you treat them right and they're quick to learn they're they're more i feel like animals are more advanced than humans but scientists don't say it that way they say humans are more advanced i i disagree honestly i disagree animals are more empathetic than we are and i think empathy is far more excelled than knowledge so there you go number eight learn everything not just one thing and this brings me back to number six which is you don't need a degree but really you guys like learn everything i know in school you do like they make you do these different things especially with college they're like oh you have to do this class and this class it's a requirement do it i complained too trust me like i was like what the fuck is this shit like i really don't want to do this (laughs) it's wasting my time i want to do my major but it helps you so much in the long run because you learn how to cook you learn how to You learn about politics. You learn about science. You learn about this. You learn about that. And everything is connected. Everything is connected. So if there's one thing, like, one thing about the school system that I'm like, ah, okay, all right, it would be that. It's that you're doing many things. I don't don't like the grading system, but I do like that, that you're able to touch base with everything that uh would be hard to acquire in other parts of your life like you wouldn't have any other time outside of it so do it learn everything soak it in bring it home you never know you could be doing one thing and then you learn something else and you're like oh okay I thought I liked that but this is way better this is way better so do it Number nine, your tone of voice when speaking to people is key. 100%. This is something that I picked up with my counseling experience is that how you speak to yourself, how you speak to other people, ultimately shows where you are, where you are at mentally. And it, it helps because if you control your tone of voice it not only eases the other person, it eases you because it subconsciously and psychologically uh, tells your body to chill or it tells your body to rage. So if you're yelling, your body's going to react. If you're in a stressful situation and you keep your voice tone neutral, but you're still getting your point across, it's going to help you in the long run. So for example, um, I got I got into a kind of an argument with like a loved one today and they were mad at me and I understand. So I let them be mad. I was like, you're allowed to be mad. And I was mad too, but I just let them feel what they needed to feel and I kept my t- tone of voice neutral in order to not get out of hand, and I was just like, I understand you're mad, but I'm also mad at you because of this. And I kept it that way, and I felt my body relaxing. I felt my jaw dropping. I felt, like, the tension between my brows kind of, like, loosening up. So it really, really is incredible, like, the science behind it. And the last thing would be to respect yourself because it takes the pressure off of you. I have noticed so much about how uh, I treat myself. And you probably have had these moments in your life too where you're like, mm, I'm probably not that nice to myself. Take care of yourself respecting yourself just as you would respect a loved one is so important it's needed you come first you have to be able to look at yourself and feel content you may not like yourself today but you may like yourself tomorrow you may like yourself months from now you may hate yourself months from now and that's okay Totally okay. But respecting yourself is so much more. You have to respect yourself because if you don't, other people won't respect you. You lay down the line and you put the rules. So if you want someone to speak to you a certain way, you have to respect yourself. And you have to say, hey, I just don't like how you're speaking to me right now. Um, Just letting you know. Because I don't deserve that. That's what respect is. It's what you deserve and what you don't deserve. And ultimately, if you do respect yourself and you do want a safe place for yourself, then you're going to let others know that. And that, in turnaround, boomerangs right back to you and when you're by yourself you're like okay I did what I needed to do and I needed to do it for myself because I don't I don't need that type of energy in my life I don't need to be thinking what if you are allowed to make decisions for yourself and nobody can tell you otherwise. And when it comes to respecting and being caring for yourself, it's more than just self-love and taking time for yourself and doing your nails or taking a shower or that it's mentally, do you feel good enough that other people we'll see that and it takes a long time to get to that it's something that i struggle with daily uh i've been on this self-healing journey for i don't even know now since mm, i would say since like ninth grade and I didn't even realize it because I started respecting myself then and then I fell off when I got to like college years and then now as an adult like 27 years old I'm like "Mm, I need to respect myself because I don't have time for that or that person's bullshit I don't have I don't have to do that because someone else wants me to do it. I don't have to be a certain way because others are portraying me in a certain way. You are not what someone else perceives you to be. Oh, yeah, I thought you were this way. No, I am this way. Sorry. Because really what it is is that when you get to that place of acceptance of yourself, it really does take the pressure off of you. Because you know who you are. And right now, I can't say to you guys, like at 27 years old, well, I'm 26, but I'll be 27 in February. Aquarius season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say, like at 27 years old, that I have myself figured out, hell no. Hell no. Every day I'm learning something new about myself. But what I will say is that when I'm 50 years old, I know exactly what I want. And I'm getting those things now. Because I'm putting these lines down and I'm like, you cannot cross this. This is it. This is me. And if you want to, you know exchange some ideas to lift the line sure we'll talk about it but i have to be okay with it first so it's something to think about it's something to be aware of because we deal with so many people you know we have so many admiration for other people uh with all things like we, we look at people and how they behave, we look at their self esteem, we wish we could be a certain way, but we we ourselves have to have to be able to know that we live life based on how we treat ourselves. Because if you can't give yourself a pep talk, if you can't talk yourself through something, if you can't ask for help, as simple as that, or give yourself the affection that you need or the time that you need, you're not respecting yourself. And you deserve that. You deserve to respect yourself because you come first. What happens when you go on a plane and that plane is about to crash? You don't put the mask with oxygen on the person next to you first. Everyone's in it for themselves. You want to survive. So you put that mask on you first. They do that for a reason. Because if you save yourself, if you make the decision to care for yourself, that gives you seconds more to be able to save someone else who isn't able to do it. So just keep that in mind. And I'll do more of these, you guys. Uh, The time is coming to an end, but these are 10 things that have helped me throughout my lifetime. And I hope that when you listen to this, you take some of it with you. Maybe, you know, if it is helpful or not. If it isn't, I'm sorry. You know, maybe listen to someone else. Or even if you don't agree with it, create your own version of it and work that way. Um, This is just what has gotten me to this place where I feel content in my life um, and my decisions. And I wanted to share that with the people that follow me and that support me. All right. So um, I'll see you guys in my next podcast episode. I'm trying to be more active on my social media and showing my face more because I'm just like a very hermit like person <laughs> um, it's hard it's tough I'm just like trying to do some other things and hustle and uh yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys have a good day or night wherever you are in the world, and please know that. You are loved, you are cared about, and you are accepted just the way that you are. Okay. Speak to you guys soon. Bye.